is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll get to your phone calls here later in the hour and then coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, John Jackson back in the house with us. He's, of course, a retired federal law enforcement officer and uh, has about uh, 70,000, 80,000 followers on Twitter or so, but uh, lives here in Montana and uh, always uh, cover a lot of ground when John Jackson is with us here on the show. Uh, let's jump right into it right now. We I just shared uh, kind of the latest update that, that I had seen uh, re- regarding our uh, injured Montana Highway Patrol, uh, Patrol Trooper uh, Lewis Johnson. Uh, we do now have on the phone lines with us Sergeant Jay Nelson, who is the public information officer for the Montana Highway Patrol. Sergeant Nelson, I understand you're in, in Kalispell this morning. Thanks so much for calling in. You bet. Always a pleasure, Aaron. Yes, I'm up in Kalispell, going to be meeting with law enforcement officials and hopefully going to be able to visit uh, Trooper Johnson at the hospital. Well, I'll tell you what, the, the, you know, the news we're, we're hearing and we've got on our website right now uh, over six figures uh, of donations already uh, pouring in to show some extra support and love for the Johnson family. Uh, so that's just good news to see folks you know, across the state and likely across the country that are stepping up to show their support for the family right now. Definitely. And like I've told everybody, Trooper Johnson hears your, your listeners his family hears you. Law enforcement across our country hears you, and the support of people is just outstanding. What do you want people to know right now in in terms? Or yeah, I guess. What do you think people across Montana need to need to hear right now? Well, I think it really you know highlights the fact that number one, we want to send prayers to their family, Trooper Johnson's family, and to him. Uh, but it highlights the fact that. There's a dangerous job that we do, uh, that there are dangerous people out there and that our men and women in law enforcement are out there uh, protecting us each and every day. Uh, it's dangerous and, and really a, an understanding of what we go through. Sounds sounds like uh, regarding this latest update, uh, the the one I saw was from Jody Cross, probably from from Sunday evening uh, that she shared from from Kate Johnson. Is there additional information following that or is that kind of the, the latest update here so far? That's the latest update. Um, you know, little improvements or big improvements when you have serious injuries like he does. Um, I've told people already is that uh, he is stable, but this is definitely serious and that he has a long road to recovery. Yeah, the, the good news is, is it, is it sounds like he was able, uh, you know, they, they were able to, to remove the tube. They were, he was, you know, immediately able to communicate with friends and family. Uh, but it sounds like the, the challenge ahead is, is concerns about uh, the ability to walk. But they are confident that he's going to be able to, to fight back and, uh, and, and get back to full capacity here. But uh, quite the fight ahead. Quite the fight ahead. And, uh, I mean, I know his wife very well. Uh, she's a go-getter. Um, and if there's anybody that can motivate Trooper Johnson, uh, his wife can, uh, and uh, as well as the support of everybody across our nation. And together, uh, we're going to make this happen, and he is going to uh, recover fully is my intent. What would you what would you tell our listeners about Trooper Johnson? Uh, how long he's been with the Highway Patrol? A little bit more about his background. 
You know, he's uh, he's been on the highway patrol for eight years. Uh, he's uh, now stationed up in Eureka, up in that northwest corner, and uh, just a great guy. Uh, he's uh, out there uh, working and keeping our roadways safe. Uh, you you couldn't ask for a better trooper, uh, a family man, uh, his wife and, and young son. Uh, he's just got the future ahead of him, and uh, uh, we want to make it as bright as we can. You know, and unfortunately, this isn't. Uh, it appears that he was deliberately targeted by this suspect who ran him over with his vehicle. At least based off of the news accounts that I've seen so far. And uh, you know, tragically, this isn't isn't the first time in recent years that one of our law enforcement have have been targeted like this here in the state. No, I think we, we you see it, and you highlight it in your program. We see it across our country as violent crime is on the rise, and we are not exempt to that in the great state of Montana. Uh, Trooper Palmer, uh, a couple years ago, was shot uh, responding to a call. Now we have uh, this trooper. Uh, we have several other law enforcement officers that have been hurt across the, our great state. Uh, we are no different than the rest of the country, and uh uh, it, it definitely highlights the dangers involved in being a law enforcement officer. How important are these donations uh, through third party, uh, you know, just contributions to the family? What do those donations help cover that maybe the state uh, doesn't cover through this process? I appreciate you bringing that up because there were some comments that, you know, this happened on duty, shouldn't it be taken care of? Yes, his medical is going to be taken care of. However, just those additional costs from, you know, his family lives up in Eureka. He's in Kalispell. Uh, there's a high likelihood that he might be transported to a different hospital that's even out of state. We don't know that for sure. But all those travel and, and meals and all the other things uh, are going to be a cost to the family. Uh, we don't know the long-term outcome. Uh, we are very hopeful, but we don't know. And just trying to uh, solidify um, that foundation for the family and the different costs that are going to come up outside of the medical. Yeah, that's right. And and any other extras that that, that may come up, other, other ways to take care of the family, gives them that flexibility and extended family that, that they may need nearby as well. Yeah, all those contributions are in, incredibly helpful. Sergeant Jay Nelson, Montana Highway Patrol, thanks for your time this morning. Give our best to the family and let us know whatever we can do to help. And uh, our microphones are always open uh, for you and for them. Thank you so much, sir. All righty. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, we, we should we, we call you, sir. Uh, that, that's the way it should be going here. Uh, but I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Quick break here on Montana Talks. Phone lines are open for you. 406-29. Medicare benefits check. As easy as that's 800-730-8405. This is where Montana Talks Ag with Lane Nordland. Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen has joined 23 other states in filing a lawsuit against the Biden administration's Waters of the U.S. rule. The group says the EPA's Waters rule goes beyond the power Congress delegated in the Clean Water Act and raises serious constitutional concerns and runs roughshod over the Administrative Procedures Act. The state attorneys general say they're fighting to protect farm and ranching operations, mining and energy workers, along with infrastructure and housing projects across Montana and the nation. When it comes to the beef business, there's no room for gray area. 
The decisions being made in Washington affect the future of the beef industry, the livelihood of your fellow farmers and ranchers. Your National Cattlemen's Beef Association knows there's what benefits cattlemen and there's what doesn't. Visit ncba.org to learn more. Last week, Mexican officials issued a decree calling for a ban on imports of some biotech corn used for certain purposes. That ban began last Friday. The Mexican government also decreed it would continue to allow imports of biotech corn used as animal feed while exploring substitutes for a short time. The National Corn Growers Association expressed serious concerns with the accelerated timeline and are urging the Biden administration and World Trade Organization to enforce trade laws and rules established in the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Corn is the number one U.S. ag export to Mexico. I'm Lane Northland. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana. Statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, I mentioned as we were giving you that update on the Montana Highway Patrol Trooper uh, Lewis Johnson, uh, if you uh, want a link uh, to uh, the website to be able to donate uh, to his family, if you go to MontanaTalks.com right now, uh, you'll see this headline, Fundraiser Tops Six Figures for MHP Trooper Struck by Vehicle. Uh, Plus, I've got the latest uh, on the weather outlook for you here. In fact, it was kind of interesting about an hour ago here at our Montana Talks studios. I I thought, man, is somebody vacuuming? Is there a vacuum running outside of our studio doors here? Uh, But instead, it was was rain kind of uh, hitting uh, hitting the window from the side. So, yeah, a wet morning in uh, downtown Billings. And then, of course, we know what's going to happen. There's going to be more snow that's coming. And then and then it's going to be a, a deep sub-zero freeze here over the next uh, few days. Uh, so not always the best combo when it, when it comes to traveling uh, those, uh, those roads. But, uh, yeah, the uh, latest from the National Weather Service office, go to MontanaTalks.com. Or if you go to Twitter.com slash Aaron Flint, I've shared some of the latest uh, info from the National Weather Service offices across the state as well. Five o'clock this morning, the National Weather Service office based in Billings says a strong cold front will push south through the area this morning, causing temperatures to drop and snow to become more widespread. Periods of snow heavy at times continue through Wednesday night. Uh, that was the latest as of about 5 o'clock this morning. All right, yesterday at the Montana legislature at the Capitol, uh, we heard from uh, every single member of our congressional delegation. And uh, if it seemed like there was a consistent theme, something that we heard from Montana Congressman Ryan Zinke, something that we heard from Senator Steve Daines, uh, something that uh, Congressman Rosendale touched on as well. It's this contrast. It's this contrast where Montana is going down the right road, where we're, we're, we've got a legislature and a governor uh, that are trying to make Montana a sanctuary for freedom. And then you look at this contrast with this mess in Washington, D.C. right now. And you've got a president of the United States who, who doesn't even care about our southern border, doesn't even care about border security, didn't show up in East Palestine, Ohio, but he'll send billions of dollars to other countries for their problems and for their borders as he leaves ours completely wide open. This was the contrast that Senator D. Steve Daines spoke about yesterday uh, in particular. In the last two years... Governor Gianforte's bold leadership of the great Montana comeback is creating a better environment to raise our children and a better environment to grow a business. 
because of this foundation that the governor is laying with your help and your leadership and the resolve of hardworking Montanans, the state of our state is strong and it's getting stronger. And we are truly excited to think about the future that Montana holds. But there's a big contrast here. I go back and forth to D.C. about every week. And while we're moving forward here in Washington, excuse me, while we're moving forward here in Montana with great optimism, Washington, D.C. is truly headed in the wrong direction. From the out-of-control southern border to the botched Afghanistan withdrawal that left 13 American troops dead. I remember calling my dad that morning when the news broke. My dad's a Marine from Billings, originally now in Bozeman. My dad couldn't speak to me on the phone when he heard the news. It was a gut punch. To shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. Can you imagine if you had $80 million a year additional tax revenues coming in the state of Montana because of the Keystone Pipeline? And then turning around and begging the Venezuelan dictatorship for oil. And then having record-breaking inflation. And now this Chinese spy balloon fiasco, which many Montanans saw firsthand with their own eyes. In fact, had it not been for Larry Mayer at the Billings Gazette and his friend Chase, I'm not sure, I'm not sure that the federal government might have ever acknowledged what passed over our ICBM silos here in Montana. President Biden is empowering our enemies and he's putting American national security at risk. You go back two years ago when Joe Biden took office. Democrats took the U.S. Senate majority. They've radically changed policies, resulting in absolute chaos on our southern border, allowing over 5 million illegal immigrants to flood the United States. And we in Montana are not immune to that crisis. We are a northern border state, but we do have a southern border crisis. All right, that line, uh, that was the one that got uh, national attention from FoxNews.com, where Senator Steve Daines was on point, making the point that Joe Biden has emboldened our enemies. And now we risk being drawn into World War III. Even Zelensky is saying so. Uh, Zelensky warns of World War III if China allies with Russia. China already is allying with Russia. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden in Poland meeting with President Andrzej Duda says the NATO alliance is stronger than ever, coming up on a year Thursday since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. If we uh, keep our head and we are focused, I think we're in a better position than we've ever been. Took a 20-hour round-trip train ride from Poland's border to Ukraine's capital, Kiev, yesterday. Russian President Vladimir Putin today says he's suspending participation in a nuclear arms treaty with the United States. The first Mardi Gras parade of the day is moving through uptown New Orleans. This year's Mardi Gras in New Orleans has looked more like pre-pandemic years, with no more COVID restrictions and parades in full swing for the second year in a row. Today is Fat Tuesday, marking the close of carnival season. Tomorrow is Ash Wednesday, which marks the start of Christian Lent. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. Stocks start the day lower on Wall Street. U.S. markets were closed yesterday for Washington's birthday. America's listening to Fox News. 
Yeah, I watched part of liberal Senator John Tester's speech at the legislature yesterday as well. And it was just frankly, it was just frankly pathetic. Uh, You could tell it was pure campaign drivel before John Tester is facing reelection next year. Uh, Somebody made a a good remark. I think it was Scott Hagan on Twitter. He made a good point that, you know, John Tester was trying to sound like a conservative yesterday. Uh, You know, so it's a it's a clear sign that John Tester is up for reelection next year. When John Tester mentioned the Keystone XL pipeline. Now, Senator Daines mentioned it in his in his remarks there. And Senator Daines was highlighting the near one hundred million dollars a year that we haven't been getting from the Keystone Pipeline because Joe Biden, John Tester's buddy, Joe Biden, shut it down. But but then John Tester, again, trying to look moderate, trying to look more conservative because he's facing reelection next year, brings up the Keystone XL Pipeline in front of the state legislature. And I'm like, I'm like, John, why would you even bring that up at this point? It's a reminder of your failure. It's a reminder of your failure to deliver for this state and for the people of Montana, because you had the power to to get that project up and running. You had the power to stop Joe Biden in a 50-50 Senate. One vote can make all the difference. And by the way, it wasn't just me saying that at the time. It was Democrats like State Senator Jimmy Keene out of Butte, Montana. He teamed up with State Senator John Brennan out of Scobie. They both drafted a letter that they both sent to John Tester. They said, John, you have the power to make this thing happen. You have the power to get this done. The, the, the Senate is so closely divided right now that you are you are the key vote to get stuff like this. They need you for everything. Joe Biden needs John Tester for every single bit of his agenda to either get done or or to or to keep it from being stopped. And John Tester has gone right along with this radical agenda. He bears the responsibility for the Keystone XL pipeline. So why he even brought it up yesterday was beyond me. Hey, uh, some of you, uh, you know, even though the you know, Keystone XL pipeline got shut down by this administration, we do know that, you know, thanks to Governor Gianforte and this legislature, Montana is still faring better than the rest of the country. You know, these red states are doing better. As a result, there's, there's more construction that's taking place here in Montana. Even with concerns about the economy, there's a lot of construction work. Just look out your window and you'll see it, right? Well, if you're going to be doing construction work, you're going to need some prep work that's going to need to be done. Maybe you're going to need some demolition work that you need. Maybe you need some trees moved out of the way. Maybe you need some big dirt projects uh, uh, moved for you. Hey, I'll tell you what, our friend uh, Billy Beatty and his crew at BD Equipment, let them Beatty boys do the dirty work for you. They got that Highline Montana work ethic. They will get the job done for you. You could even see some of their drone footage showing some of the work that they've accomplished. Go to bdequipmentblgs.com. That's bdequipmentblgs.com. Or uh, check out their Instagram page as well for BD Equipment Services, and you can see some of their work there uh, also. Phone lines are open for you, 294-0970. Serving the great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Beartooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks 
with Aaron Flint. All right, let's jump right into the phone lines here, 406-294-0970. And then we've got a couple great guests who just popped into our studio here as well. Uh, I always like it when I when I hear the word spring, because I know we're not going to see spring uh, for at least the next week or so. Although 30 degrees will feel like spring by the time Sunday rolls around. Anyway, let's get into the phone lines here. Gary in Billings, great to hear from you. What's on your mind this morning? Good morning, Aaron. Thanks for taking my call. Last night on KTVQ, they had Gary Buchanan on there. I don't know if you've seen that, but he was just crying the blues about Mark Roscoe being kicked off of the Republican Party. And uh, Mark Roscoe is a nice guy, and he, just, he was the second most popular governor. But when you look at his involvement in Montana Power and Enrod, he was a scumbag. Well, that's how the Democrats tre- treated him. They, I mean, that's why Brian Schweitzer got elected uh, governor after the Republicans kind of had uh, had a really good election year in twenty uh, in two thousand, swept almost every statewide office. But you know, Brian Schweitzer he kept pounding the pavement, and one of the biggest issues he campaigned on was Mark Roscoe in energy uh, deregulation and the loss of Montana power. And and you're exactly right. I, I, I joked on Twitter yesterday, I said, wow, all of these Democrats who hated Mark Roscoe and dereg now love Mark Roscoe because he's backing Joe Biden and uh, the radical Ingrid Gustafson and the Democrat candidates for Congress. So, so now that he's a Democrat, they love him. They don't care about deregulation anymore. Well, it just goes to show you that uh, politics is so bad anymore. But I just thought it was ridiculous that that man has turned his back on the Republican Party and on us. And when he he's got so much money off of that Montana power deregulation, and yet he's a nice guy. But when he turns around and votes for Biden and all those other Democrat. He does not deserve to be called Republican. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think the Montana GOP was right to basically disavow, disavow him and say he does not speak for us. And yeah, I mean, Mark Roscoe basically has disappeared, has has disavowed Montana 20 plus years ago I, after he left office as governor. And I get it. You know, he was governor and. You know, he's a lawyer, and maybe he didn't feel like he was making enough money as governor, and so he wanted to cash in and make a bunch of money as a, you know, board member on all these different, uh, you know, corporations, and he wanted to be lobbying big government, and so he's become dependent on big government. That's how he gets his big bucks. And so, of course, he backs big government candidates for office now. He, but, but I mean, that's, that's really, at the end of the day, might have been a nice guy, might have been a decent governor in the 1990s, but he can't cashed in over 20 years ago to, to pick up a big paycheck. And and why they didn't make that part of the story, to me, that's a follow-up story that they need to do. How has Mark Roscoe been making all of his money the past 20-plus years? And does that explain his political shift more than anything? Well, you do such a good job of bringing the news to us. I really appreciate the, the things that you bring to us. And we have to stand up. It makes me angry is working all my life as an old person, 
You just see our country being very vulnerable. Oh, man, so, it's, thank you. it's, thank it's you crazy that. times, that's for sure. Hey, well, thank you, Gary. Thanks for the phone call. Great to hear from you. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, so, uh, But don't worry, uh, spring is right around the corner, Gary. Uh, I, I, I do still think that our best days are ahead of us. In fact, there was a great George Washington quote. Uh, that uh, somebody had shared in honor of President's Day. Let me track that one down for you here. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great quote. I think it was in Stephen Moore's Unleashed Prosperity Hotline, but basically where President George Washington talked about the, the greater the challenge, the greater the victory. Uh, it was part of his speech before uh, the troops were crossing the Delaware. The greater the challenge, the greater the victory. It's a better quote than what I just shared with you, but that's what I have going off of my uh, my limited memory supply here for you. So it's kind of funny. So last night uh, I'm at the gym. We're doing our, our power workout, you know, and uh, and after uh, after the workout was over, apparently there was a, a lady named Summer that was in the gym class, and the instructor goes, "Goodbye, Summer." And I was like, ah, how dare you say that? Why would you say goodbye to summer? You only say hello spring or hello summer. Could you just say goodbye winter? I I think it's about that time. I don't know about you, but that's why I'm really excited that coming up right around the corner is the 2023 spring home improvement show. We've got the Hadines from the home improvement show in the house with us right now. Gentlemen, great to see you. Great oh, good morning, and Great to be here. What's your, where's your dad at? He's, he know, bailed on you this morning. You know, huh? the old man has been doing the home improvement show longer than Mark Roscoe's been in office. <laughs> and so he has decided also to cash in, but not in on the money, in on the sleep. I was and say, so he is he's snoozing. He's not pulling the Joe Biden on us where, you know, uh, you guys didn't have, you, you got to get him ready for the day first or anything yeah no luckily we're, he, uh, we're not his handlers that's, that's for right. sure yeah uh, so yeah. no he's he's probably out by now he's probably actually tuned in right now uh, toasting a little cup of coffee to us yeah i saw a funny a funny tweet the other day they said don't worry folks uh spring is right around the corner pretty soon the bison will be tossing the tourists in the air it's, it's almost here yeah, exactly so. and like you were saying uh you know Winter maybe hasn't gone away quite yet, so we're going to hopefully see its last iteration here over the next couple of days. And after that, it's supposed to turn a heck of a lot nicer. Uh, I was looking now, the Spring Home Prima Show doesn't happen this coming weekend. It's next weekend, and I was looking, and I think we're right at uh, right about 40 degrees, which I think is going to feel fantastic. It's going to feel like summer that will compared feel like to spring. That's right, 20 yeah. below here in a couple of days. I said that on our website yesterday. I was like, I was like, man, you know, we got this sub-zero Arctic blast coming in again basically today is when it's going to start to see that downfall. But, uh, yeah, when it's 30-plus degrees, it's going to be shorts and flip-flop weather all over again. Yeah, when you you come out of 25 below in wind and all of a sudden it's 40 degrees in sun, you're right. You might see some shorts That's, uh, peeking around there. Honeydew list season. It is honeydew so list season. Exactly. Yep. yep. And there's a lot of honeydew listers out at the Home Improvement Show. Exactly. Happy to say that the show continues to be the largest in a five state area. We'll have over 650 booths out there um, showcasing the latest in home improvement trends and innovations, is what we always say. Uh, thing I always love to uh, push is that it's local. The vast majority of all 
uh, businesses down there at the show are all locally based just from the greater Billings area. So when you come down there and you do business there, you're doing business with our economy, with our local businesses. And again, it just spreads throughout our local economy. Yeah. Over 100,000 square foot interior and 35,000 square foot exterior space for the Spring Home Improvement Show. It's coming up uh, March 3rd through the 5th. So yep, you, got time to, you got time to throw that on your calendar and, and get ready for it. I know the big RV show starts tomorrow, so that's always a fun one. That, that's that's a ton of fun. That gets me thinking about spring. hundred percent. Uh, to get out and go camping and everything. And, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll definitely go down to the RV show and check it out. Uh, great guys down there. Uh, and that way you can just maybe while you're down at the RV show, you can kind of just figure out where you want to park for the home improvement show, so that you can get closer. That's to right. Well, do your nice recon. Thing, yeah. The nice thing for the parking is on Saturday we do have a free shuttle from the upper lot. So don't be afraid to park in the upper lot because we've got the basketball tournament going. Hundred percent. So we'll show you right to the main doors of the Montana Pavilion. And we'll even bring it back, too. Yeah. There you go. But that's that's what I love about the Spring Home Improvement Show. You know, you were talking about the honeydew list. Uh, okay. I, I'm, first off, I'm not very good at doing a lot of, uh, you know, home improvement projects myself. So I want to go meet the people who can do the honeydew list projects instead. And then I can spend my time and go camping exactly. and go hit the lake from time to time. Instead of doing all those honeydew projects, go find the people who can get the job done and probably get it done faster and cheaper than, than me bumbling around well, uh, trying to get th- it done. That's what I've always personally found out is when I try to tackle one of those things to save a couple dollars, I ended up screwing it up so much that it cost me more to have a person come out and fix what I screwed up and do the job right. Yeah, (laughs) but at the same time, we always say the show is for DIY to high-end design. So if you are a DIYer, come on out there. We have everything for you. Uh, We have people to supply you. We have people to um, give you the insight and education on the project so that you can get it done right. Or if you're like us and you would rather enjoy your time off with, like you said, going camping, uh, you know, we have people down there that can take care of the project. And the great thing, too, is when you go and say you are like us where you want to try and find somebody, you get to meet those people. You get to have an interaction with them. You actually get to get a feel for them, see how you're going to work with them because you don't always work best with people so get a feel for those people if you feel good you know you get to use them if not go on we got more people out there yeah exactly we we uh your home is typically your largest asset your biggest nest egg and so when someone's doing a project there you want to be able to trust in the person and the company that's doing the work and that's the true benefit of the show is you can come out there you can look them in the eye you can shake their hand and like devin said you can get a feel for if you're going to work well with that person see i still want one of these custom synthetic grass putting greens well you can have one not because i need to practice putting because i'm never going to be that good of a golfer uh i like to golf but i don't really need to golf yeah i just want the fake grass so that it's less grass that i have uh, that we have to take care of throughout exactly. the year. And if you want to putt, you can putt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you decide to do it or, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the best thing uh, is everything out at the show that is associated with the show is all free. BillingsHomeImprovementShow.com coming up March 3rd through the 5th. Great to see you guys. Thanks for dropping Always in the studio. All right. Quick break here on Montana Talks. Phone lines are open uh, for you. And then can you hear the air raid sirens? John Jackson coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Fox News commentary. Over 56,000 COVID tests have been recalled due to potential for inaccurate results. Here we go again. The COVID sham continues. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. 
Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. There is always someone doing something stupid somewhere. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Join me, Jason Chaffetz, every Wednesday as I shed light on the news and make some predictions along the way. You never know who will drop in. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Most of us normal people desperately want to put the COVID era behind us, but with each passing day, it's resurrected. This time, an issue with COVID antigen tests with over 56,000 of them distributed in January of last year being recalled over the potential for inaccurate results. According to the FDA, the lab kit company distributed without proper pre-market clearance or approval. Ain't that comforting? I wonder what else the medical and scientific community has messed up. Officials say there haven't been any injuries related to the recall product, but this is all just such a sham and embarrassment. The whole COVID response has been one debacle after another, and we are going on three years of this nonsense. From following the political science over actual science, rushed approvals and rollouts, knee-jerk reactions and overreactions that led to... Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios, trusted by the Northwest, Montana-owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, what the heck, John Jackson? Throw that microphone on early. <laughs> John Jackson, whoop, whoop, do you hear the air raid sirens? He's I, coming in here. I can hear it. I mean... We got, we got to set that up, Aaron. We got to get uh, Travis to get that hooked up. So we're, ooh. <laughs> right, right when you walk in the studio, ooh. you know, and there, there's, there was a door that you can walk out of, and you could go out onto like the balcony ledge here on the top floor of the DoubleTree Hotel, uh, where our studios are at in downtown Billings. We could do like we could have a big red light on the top of the tower, like <laughs> Tuesdays when John Jackson's going to be on the show with us, and then we step out and do like the dear leader thing as we overlook the entire downtown and do like this you know do the do the wave yeah exactly (laughs) this whole air raid thing though i mean the the news was so phony yesterday i finally shut off the national news because it was so phony the way they staged this whole thing to make it sound like oh joe biden does this risky trip to ukraine the guy was not at risk in ukraine do you think any of america's adversaries are thinking oh we got to get rid of that joe biden guy (laughs) if we really want to harm america we're going to get rid of joe biden are you kidding me their 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 goal is keep joe biden in power as long as possible because he's harming this country every day he's in office did you see the cnn guy who's who has to admit they're live on air uh, who looks like as he's saying this, they're going to hook him right off the air any second for saying it. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, uh, well, um, actually, I've been here for five days, and I haven't heard a single air horn or air siren, and there hasn't been a single explosion. That, that poor guy is going to be Don Lemon's <laughs> beach boy toy for the rest of the week because he won't be on the air after that Yeah, one. this reporter has the day off today. Uh, he'll be. <laughs> <laughs> what was the guy's name? Alex Marquardt. Yeah. What's the next name? Uh, Alex is no longer with us on CNN because <laughs> because Alex said this, a rare case of journalism on CNN. Um, I've been here for the past five days. I have not heard any explosions. I have not heard any air sirens until about half an hour ago, right when uh, President Biden was in the center of Kiev, as, as Clarissa was, was just mentioning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All's calm in the streets of Kiev. 
until Joe Biden, the moment he miraculously steps out onto the street with oh, Zelensky for the, it was like the, they almost did the, uh, the Jill Biden, uh, Kamala's husband, or the Nancy, who, who, who oh, was, was it Nancy Pelosi's husband? Who was the husband wife kiss thing at the state? Oh, of that the was Union Kamala and her husband. Yeah. yeah. Kamala and Pelosi's husband, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, it was like the awkward kiss. And that's when the air raids started, uh, sirens started going oh, off. Oh, that kiss, you're talking about the, you know, for the State of the Union? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. didn't look awkward. That looked like a big old lip smacker right there. That looked... <laughs> but that's what it almost looked like in the streets of Kiev as the air raid, air raid sirens were going off. And it was like, yeah, it was just so phony. Like, even the CNN guys, like, uh, yeah, there was nothing to justify the air raid sirens going off other than they want to make Joe Biden look tough. They, they staged the whole stinking thing. Were you watching biden walk i'm telling you you, you you look at him from the side there is no doubt aaron that man is wearing a torso back brace no doubt at all because you watch him because all he's well, doing probably is body armor shuffling with the with the lower extremities while he doesn't move his upper body at all oh yeah yeah, I don't know. I just that could just be the age thing too. You know, he's past his prime. I don't know if uh, if you've heard. Is that, is that a but, thing now? Yeah. Being past your prime? I, I, somebody said that the other day. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, bef- uh, well, we got John Jackson with us. Not only for the eight o'clock hour, he's going to stick around uh, for the nine o'clock hour today as well. Uh, let's sneak on Jerry in Livingston before we run out of time this hour of the show. Hey, Jerry, we got uh, less than a couple of minutes to go. What's on your mind? Well, these people pushing this new green deal and these electric cars. And as I've heard, the carbon footprint for mining all the materials to build an electric car makes them so they're 10, 15 years out before they show any improvement on air qualities. And the when I in the 60s, when I was a kid in the 60s, there were rumors, pretty strong rumors, of carburetors that would get 40, 50 miles a gallon on these muscle cars that... We had those days, those beautiful cars, and you don't hear anything about those. I'm sure they're hiding in the closet in some oil company's closet. We can't have muscle cars anymore. I mean, again, this is part of the gender-affirming care for the American economy that the Green New Deal is all about. They're literally chopping the you-know-what off of the American economy. Gender-affirming care, no muscle cars. Here, have this electric car. The battery won't last as long, but eh, 